Welcome to the Everyone's a Critic Movie Review Podcast 1993. I'm your host and uh, professional film critic, Sean Cernan. With me is Amy. Bonsoir. And MJ. Hello. <laughs> Uh, you can find us, of course, on the uh, on the Everyone's a Critic socials, uh, Everyone's a Critic on Facebook. Uh, we've got uh, Critics Pod on Twitter, and of course the Patreon. Uh, just search Everyone's a Critic on Patreon. Uh, now let's talk about uh, the movie this week. It is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. Uh, my experience with this was back in uh, t- back in twenty twenty. Bob and I watched uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one, and I didn't remember that movie being good i thought it was kind of, i thought it was kind of crap when i was a kid because i was also a little bit too old for ninja turtles when it actually came out i was 13 14 years old when it came out um and but watching it again as an adult i absolutely loved it like it was so yeah. much fun i couldn't believe how much fun it was i didn't have as much fun with the secret of the use uh, th- i thought no. they kind of kind of lost the magic a little bit uh, but this one we're taking the story back in time they found this uh, scepter that if you if you're holding it and if something happens you end up going back in time to feudal japan uh 1603 and, and uh 1603 that's right and uh they end up taking I took notes good <laughs> and it, back in time they get to fight uh you know people in japan they get to fight uh asian stereotypes but yep. uh, <laughs> I I I had fun. I had fun oh, watching no. this. This was fun for me. I know it's very, very silly and, and quite bad in some ways, but I kind of enjoyed this. What did you guys think? We fucking hated it. <laughs> <laughs> we- oh, come on. I know we 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 really fucking hated it. It was so confusing. <laughs> We're doing we got time jumps, we've got, you know, uh really weird Japanese stereotypes, we've got terrible music, terrible humor, <laughs> terrible humor. Oh good god. Well, and you don't, thing, like you don't appreciate I, I, uh, those Jay Leno rewrites that were done on this? No, fuck no, I didn't. I I don't think I've I've cringed this much. <laughs> And and we've you know we've sat through far like even Fuzzy was just like you know um, I'd rather watch Swing Kids can we do that again? <laughs> oh fuck no you don't want to do that you don't ever want to watch that <laughs> ever That's again. How desperate we were yeah yeah. I so I I again I thought this was kind of charming and how bad it was uh, I but I really like Paige Turco Paige Turco is uh, is is the best she's really the only. A version of April O'Neil that I've ever I've ever enjoyed. She's just so so sweet and so funny, and she seems to really get into this. And it, it takes an actor really throwing themselves into something like this to make this kind of thing work as well as it does. Are you are you kidding? <laughs> you hated Paige Turco too. She was terrible. It's like <laughs> everything. She's like, how about when that when the time stick starts going off and she's still holding it? How about just dropping it? How about letting it go? It was it was giving lightning into her hand. She couldn't drop it. Okay, what about the the fucking Walkman that she brought to sixteen oh three with her that fell on the ground somehow, that somehow came with her? We don't really know. We don't know why why the Walkman came, but her clothes did. <laughs> right, um, and 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 the tape player kept clothes. playing. Yeah, well, <laughs> and oh god, don't hang on. Let me open my notes. I, I, 
Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, the time stick. See, she refused to put it down. Oh, the line from Donatello talking to the guy, the the Kenshi or whatever, he, the, the guy that switched places with April. Yeah. And somebody asked, one of them asked the guy, how did you get into April's pants? <laughs> I hated that fucking joke. <laughs> and then we, we both noticed that the 90s moisture is maintained with the white guys in 1603. So <laughs> it's very I, hated, like... I hated every ounce of this movie. <laughs> the only good thing about it was that I never heard totally tubular. So I <laughs> You've never heard I'm that? I'm so happy that that never happened. They never said it in the movie. <laughs> we both never had to hear that. It was very, it was thrilling for us to not hear that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I looked away, I forgot I was looking away because I was busy looking at my phone. And I would look away and I'd look back and I'd be like, okay, yeah, they're, they're still, they're still talking over each other. The, the the script is just like all the the boings and the, 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 the noises. I mean, again, I, again charming. Uh, to whom? Charming to a single celled organism. <laughs> um, I, I don't I think, think I don't think this is intended to be good. I think well, it's no. intended to be silly bollocks for children. Well, but again, like what you said, I still say that. The first movie was adorable. I, I loved I loved watching that movie. But this is just like, you know, somebody needs to put down their 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 pencil. Somebody needs to stop typing because this script was so upsetting. It gave me like flashbacks to Vietnam and I wasn't I've never been there. Um I don't know. What about you? Uh, MJ, what, what is your experience of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in your life? I I don't were you a fan was, before? I I had never actually seen anything. Um I had an ex-girlfriend that was really into them when she was younger, but um <laughs> other than that, uh <laughs> but like I hadn't had any experience previous. So you never watched the cartoon or anything no. like that? No. You were aware of their existence though. Yes, yes, I was aware. <laughs> Not by choice. I wasn't aware of the mo- this movie's existence, but <laughs> now I am. Is there and a universe you- where you could like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? Maybe if it wasn't this one? <laughs> <laughs> I I think that, like, like and, and Fuzzy was even saying, too, it was like, if we could just, um, like, if we could watch the newest one from, like, 2022 yes. or whatever. Yeah. I think what bothered us, too, was that it was the the foam rubber suits that were distracting. The teeth were distracting. <laughs> and then, you know, there was a lot of 80s jokes on a 90s show. <laughs> <laughs> that, I had to point some things out. <laughs> what was your favorite joke? <laughs> oh, there's no favorites. It's it's just about what oh um when they're when they're talking to that Kenshi guy and he, he says, I have to get back to Mitsu. And one of the turtles says, Mitsu. And he goes, Yes, Mitsu. <laughs> I hated that joke. Oh, come on. That was the last note I took, by the way, because I, I fucking gave up after that. <laughs> yeah, it was like, no more watching this. <laughs> We're just going to look on our phones. <laughs> we did. 
we did watch it to the end. But I, something else I want to mention too is that the the guy who played Walker in this movie, the the British guy, yeah, I swear to God, Rick Mayo played him in Merlin. Like it's the same <laughs> fucking character. Only that is, one is uh, Merlin. Stuart Wilson. Yeah, well, he's budget Rick Mail. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but he, he did. That, he had that. He was very modest as well. I'll admit, I didn't understand that character. Like, why don't? Why not give that character some humor? Also, he looked so much like Elias Kateas, and then and then they have April actually say like she thinks it's Casey Casey Jones, and it's like what? Right. Like, what is it supposed to be? Like him in the past? Like, why would you bring that up? Why would you mention that? <laughs> That's what I thought yeah, too. What is the point to that plot line? So that wasn't the no point. No, it wasn't him. He because like I said, there's an entirely different actor. It's Stuart Wilson is that actor. Whereas oh, Elias Mateus. Oh, I was thinking about the other guy, the old guy. Oh, with God. the gray hair, the bad guy. Uh no. That's who I was comparing to Rick Mail. The young <laughs> oh, guy. Okay. I, really, I thought that was. I thought that was Elias playing both of those roles. I did not realize that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I might be mixing up Niles and Walker because I couldn't tell them apart, honestly. Niles is John Aylward. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no one cares. You know who should have had that role? Uh, Jurgen. Jurgen. You know what? He would love that. He, he was a big Ninja Turtles fan, uh, which I, is uh, yeah. which really yeah. I he would be upset how much you don't like this, honestly. He uh, he appeared know, on their cartoon. <laughs> Do you think maybe he'd be upset at how much other people like it? <laughs> maybe he's on our side. Maybe uh, he's on the right side of history, Sean. Which I, is I, our I side. I doubt that. I doubt that I, very much. Sorry, I, I just feel like Jurgen <laughs> understands us. I think he does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I <laughs> Never mind. Put Jurgen back in the closet. <laughs> sorry. Um. Let's see. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I stopped taking my notes. Um, so what did I, I you think really... of uh, what did you think of this conception of feudal Japan? <laughs> um, feudal. <laughs> Overall. As in futility? As in futility. Um, <laughs> I, I just, the, I mean, it starts and then we're already questioning. It's like there's four of these, these people on horses and we're already like so were they back in 1603 and then mj's like well but that wouldn't make them teenagers anymore no and so we were really confused by that and then we time jumped to the fucking subway and then all of a sudden we look over and it's just like oh we're back to 1603 again <laughs> Can we just land somewhere? jesus so well, if you guys if you guys have been paying attention well we I'm sorry. You know, usually <laughs> movies keep our interest. <laughs> this one made me want to leave my family. This is a this is a complex uh, a complex movie. You really need to be fully invested and immersed in it. <laughs> <laughs> MJ's like, can I take a nap yet? <laughs> <laughs> like one of us has to pay attention, otherwise we're not going to know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know, I think it's 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 the over the topness. It's so very early '90s in its way, very Indeed. early '90s in its way. Um, be it the music, just the the colorfulness, um, the weird uh, hockey interest. 
something. That's Can that's I- a throwback to the to, to Casey the character who's always been deeply invested in hockey. Because he wears but, a hockey mask. That's true. He looks terrifying. I think the only time I've liked him in any movie was some kind of wonderful. Yeah. I mean, outside of that, like I, I can't I can't buy this dude with so the wait, with the wait a minute. You the... you found Robert Patrick sexy last week, like Elias Coteas doesn't look sexy with the long hair. No, because it looks fake. What? It oh my god. Fake. It does look and fake. Robert Patrick's didn't? No, at the end of that last movie, it did. <laughs> I fucking bet it did. But the rest of it, he looked like a young Tim McGraw. It was good <laughs> that is, that is so disturbing. That young Tim McGraw thing is so disturbing to me. You keep bringing so it up. I can't stop seeing it in my head. <laughs> when I close my eyes, it's the first thing I see. Is Robert Patrick as Tim McGraw? <laughs> what are you? What are you doing? My are watch you doing... keeps going off. Like I'm talking to it. <laughs> like you're doing a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the British person on her wrist keeps talking to her. It's Irish. He's Irish. 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 Anyway. So um, you didn't have any kind of like nostalgia thing when you heard because you as a kid, you were a huge Corey's fan. So here we have Corey Feldman being horrifically exploited. <laughs> yeah, just his voice, though. Right. But I'll tell you about more about that in a moment. But uh, don't you didn't you think hearing his voice, you're like, oh, it's the Corey's. No, I, I you know what? No, I I had a flashback to when he performed with his angels um uh, on his I, I no i can't separate cory feldman oh. from the man that terrified me like seven years ago i oh, I, I can't have you um, seen the Earth? just to throw this completely out of whack because we always get off way off topic have you ever seen the video of him performing this was so weird so we used to watch as a kid mj there was a show called uh evening at the improv and mm-hmm. comedians would get up and there's this brick wall behind them and they perform comedy in front of a small crowd for some reason, yep. one night they had Corey Feldman there to sing. To sing. He performed a song. But there's this urban legend going around, Amy. And, and I've seen the video myself where something has been spliced into the middle of Corey Feldman's performance. Where it, it's a woman tied to a pool table, half naked. <gasps> and nobody can explain how it happened. Nobody, it, it looks perfectly authentic, but nobody's been able to authenticate it. Nobody knows why they did it. Corey Feldman's been asked about it. He has no idea. It's the it's a weird looking video. Did you okay? No, I have not seen that, so I'm writing that down because that'll be yeah. more interesting. Uh, Nick yeah. Nick Crowley on YouTube has a has a true crime sort of paranormal channel. Uh, okay. Really interesting content, and yeah, he had the video. It was really it was oh, bizarre. Cool. But I didn't actually didn't even know about Corey Feldman performing on Aiming at the Improv. That was weird. They never did music when I watched that show. No. No. Why would you have Corey Feldman on there to do music? <laughs> I mean, certainly you're not going to have him on to do comedy. Uh, <laughs> no. Because he did. Because he he did one night. He did like evening at the Apollo, and that's just again that is so not weird. meant for Corey Feldman. No, because um, he's like he doing performed a song. He's doing a weird burlesque of Michael Jackson. Oh, it very God. Troubling and problematic. Oh, uh, this was around oh. the time. When did when did Dream a Little Dream come out? Oh no, that was eighty nine. This was well. He he was promoting Dream a Little Dream 
on Evening at the Improv. The, the uh, song that he was performing was his his original on the Dream a Little Dream soundtrack. Well, so here's the thing about that too. It's a song called Something in Her Eyes, and yeah. it never even made this. It never made the soundtrack. <laughs> it wasn't even on the soundtrack. <laughs> They cut it because they well, had better it, song choices. It is a very awful song. It is, it it is. is perfectly awful. Well, you know, just watching him lip sync to it is always, I think, the best part about it, really. All those Michael Jackson mannerisms that he throws in, it's, it's disturbing. But I say he was exploited on this. So Corey Feldman, yeah. by, by 1993, is is well-known. He's a well-known actor. He's performed... In, in numerous well-known and hit movies by this point in his life. Do you have any right. idea how much he was paid to be in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. $1,500. Fuck you. Are you serious? I am serious. What? He actually, they didn't use him on, on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. And they invited right. him to come back on this one. He's like, well, can I get a raise? And they're like, no. <laughs> um, oh wow yeah. oh that's just mean i know right this guy like this poor guy i feel terrible for him because like he was well known but if you think about like yeah goonies stand by me um Friday one of my favorite lost boys yeah lost yeah boys. like he's mm-hmm. a well-known actor and, and a good for actor to, to do this for, for them to ask him to do this for 1500 bucks had to be oh. just insulting. Oh, because I mean, you recognize his voice. Those people, you recognize his voice immediately. Like you yeah. know, that's Corey Feldman. It's not not Donatello. That's Corey Feldman. Yeah, he has he has that distinctive voice. He always has. Absolutely, that was disturbing to me when I read that because he's been so badly exploited throughout his entire career. This poor guy. MJ, yeah. I mean, the things that that Corey Feldman has gone through in his life. I mean. He's watched many of his close friends die. He's he's like barely survived it. He's come out the other side of it just just completely a bizarre human being. Uh, <laughs> a, a true a true human train wreck on the other side of it. And it's so unfair because that's I mean, that's not how he thought he was going to see his life. I remember reading interviews and he's like, one day I hope I win a Golden Globe or an Oscar. And it's like, yeah, and now you're you're doing Whatever it's, it is you call this, so it's he is like I swear to God he must have made monkey paw wishes at some point like, oh. <laughs> because this all just turned around on him like he dreamed oh. he he asked the monkey's paw for fame and this is what the monkey's paw gave him it was well, pure I mean, it's technically it's still fame infamy <laughs> pure infamy oh Corey we're sorry buddy yeah it's it's so sorry. sad. Uh, if you but, want to really get depressed, watch the Corey's reality show on Annie. That was oh, I did. Oh God, I, that is depressing. <laughs> it was it was it was one of the saddest things, especially because I was obsessed with Corey Haim, obviously. Yeah. And to watch him, watch Corey Feldman, because Corey Feldman, this was like the only time where I thought that he and his like he was normal. Was he was married? They were you know they were living in a nice house, and yeah. then he invited Corey Haim to move in with them so he could kind of help him get back on his feet. And I thought, okay, you know, this is cool. But it was so cringy by the end of it. And, of course, my Corey died, so. Yeah, well, and the, I mean, the, the horrific things that happened to them as child stars, they still haven't even come to terms with. He hasn't come to no. terms with. He keeps no. threatening to, to say it all, and he hasn't yet. But Yeah, it, that's kind of weird. But, again, it's keeping your name out there, I guess. 
I I believe him in a heartbeat, but considering what's happened to him since then, I would well, totally believe whatever he'd say, whatever he says people, happened. A lot of people said um, it had to do with Charlie Sheen. I mean, very possible. And Charlie Sheen probably doesn't remember it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, Charlie Sheen. Can we make the, a winning joke? The ad, the ad, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> the 80s were so sad. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Like it's it's kind of bad now, MJ, but like the 80s were sad. <laughs> they were just sad. They everybody was a train wreck. Is back there then. A, God, even we were. Is there a figure like that in your life, MJ, where you like somebody you watched grow like as a younger, younger kid? I know you're pretty young right now, but like as a younger person, like you look at them now and go, Oh my god, this person is so sad. There are a couple like Disney Channel people that kind of just like who mm, I I don't know I can't think of them off the top of my head but I know that a couple of them are just like mm, that's not exactly where I thought you'd go <laughs> oh yeah and some of them just kind of dropped off the face of the earth and then don't do anything and then I think that's better yeah that's probably better <laughs> if probably you never better. hear from them that's probably a good thing. Amanda no, Bynes, know, by the way, I don't know if you heard about that one. She's back in a facility as of today, which is sad. I just to saw hear. that. Amanda Bynes. Just a, just before your time. Just before, I would say. Just, yeah. She's more of a Megan and Alexa kind of age. Um, but uh <laughs> we were just talking because luckily a lot of these kids now don't have to deal with that. I mean, one of um MJ's favorites is um Aiden Gallagher and they're the same age and Aiden was on a show on Nickelodeon back in the day. Um, and now he's doing umbrella Academy and he's fan fucking tastic. Seriously. He is an incredible actor, like incredible actor, but they have better laws for kids in, in, in that kind of work now. So at least we see that. Yeah. Uh, so, other observations you have about uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Uh, I know we yeah. can we can get off track anytime we want to because it's it's more fun for us that way. <laughs> yeah, I agree because I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> I can't say that enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I kept looking over at MJ and like we our eyes would meet, and my I just like felt like my head was gonna fall off. Like, when when will this end? I looked at a bottle of pills and I thought I could just take all of those right now. So it would not surprise you. To... Go ahead, <laughs> Sorry, MJ, what'd you say? Uh, when it was all over, we were just like, it's over. And, and Jake looked it's at me and goes, it's over. Amy, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have no sense of one of us fun. has ever experienced that kind of relief in our life. <laughs> Swing kids, so. come on. Wait, I'd rather watch this, Swing Kids. This is better. This is better than Swing Kids. Don't give me I that. I I don't think so. I I like people that know how to act, <laughs> and um, I just didn't get that in this film. I mean, God, if 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 a talking rat is out acting the human it's talking to, <laughs> there's a problem. How? Honestly, that rat had better. And he was he was he had dead eyes, like Getting he had dead it, yeah. fish eyes. <laughs> But I, I felt his performance. Um, what, about, what about when the Japanese warriors who came back in time discovered dancing? That was fun. 
Nope, hated that too. Oh, God. but of course, I hate joy. It's terrifying. So, <laughs> I hate 90s joy. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, 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 I was so upset. There were no Zubas. I wanted to see them wearing Zubas. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, and one had like those those one those one shorts that I thought, yeah, oh. those are way too big. Those are not going to fit on somebody, and then they fit perfectly on the guy that they had to go on to. <laughs> because they're supposedly supposed to be the same size or weight or something. <laughs> like, oh, Christ. come on, yeah, How that are they girl all? and that guy <laughs> is not the same size. <laughs> yeah, I love. Oh my god, <laughs> forgot about that. No, but like even even this this page Turco, like every time th- the camera like would just line up on her, it looked like actually I think all of them they all looked like they were just dead inside. No one wanted to be there. Um, <laughs> the eyes on the turtle were more Paige expressive. Turco was having a great time. Really, here's the thing also that pisses me off is that April O'Neil had red hair. Yeah. What the fuck, Paige Turco? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. April O'Neil, that's just the character. And I was trying to figure out who, I forgot who played it before, but um, yeah, I hated this. Hated, hated this film. And I, I, but I, I'm trying to figure out, where's she from? What else has she been in? Because I don't, she looks so little, familiar. Did you ever watch Guiding Light? No. Oh, uh, well, she was no. in that. <laughs> you say that like like you sat around like oh yeah Guiding Light is that's how I knew her from. <laughs> I don't know. I thought you might. I thought you might like. Uh, you liked one of those TV shows called uh, that played during the day. Those dramas. Days of Our Lives was completely yeah. different. Oh, I have, I I can't stand Days of Our Lives simply because that was when my grandmother would put me down for nap time. Oh, and she would turn it on. And I would just have to sit there bawling my eyes out until I fell asleep listening to these stupid people that I did not even know (laughs) talking on her TV. I hated every second of it. Oh, but see, when I was in high school and I was watching Days of Our Lives, Marlena got possessed by the devil. It was really awesome. And I, I, I was just really happy to live through that time. She was on American Gothic. Now I know where I... Yeah, okay, American Gothic. And uh, Party Ju- of Five, which I never watched. Judith Hogue what? was the risen was was the original um, April O'Neil, in the it. first one. Paige yeah. Turco took over the role in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Secret of the Ooze, which yeah. uh, MJ that movie originated the phrase "Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> are you going to start saying that at school? <laughs> um. Sure, because you should. You should. That's a phrase right there. That's something. I I hate all of it, and I it's I problematic, like it, isn't it? It sounds problematic. Yeah. It's not necessarily, but it sounds problematic. It's look. Um, <laughs> how do I put this? <laughs> you know that that one scene in the film where um they're all talking over each other. <laughs> Which you, one? Do you remember that? <laughs> I swear to God, that's what this film was. It was just that scene. We were just, oh, you know, it was what, a but, tribute but, to Robert Altman, Amy. A tri- really? <laughs> do, you, do you really think that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three 
Robert Altman's like, oh, I knew I could, I could, you know, really. I'm proud to have influenced them is what he said. No, no. (laughs) MJ and I were so bored that we started making gay relationships um, with with different (laughs) characters. We put Donatello with um, the big iron smithy guy. Are these called ships? Are these ships? You well, we ships? just wanted them to to to, to be yes. married, you know. Like I, we feel like it would have been like so much better if we would have just had the turtles fall in love with random guys in the village. Yeah, like yeah. And at one point, we really thought there was a re- there was going to be like a relationshipy moment between old guy and one of the turtles. It might think I think it was Michelangelo. They had some chemistry. They for had a some, minute. yeah. We they were looking then, at each other a little bit lovingly, and we thought, oh, we know where this is going. All right, <laughs> and it never went there. It never fucking went there. It didn't. But I feel like we we there was a, that's an opportunity that was lost. I feel like we deserved it. Yeah. Like for what we had to go this. through, yeah, yeah. That said, that said, I I think the I think uh, the rat, I think he had everybody back at the back of the subway. I think that was a whole thing. He he was going he was going down on everybody. <laughs> Master Splinter, I thought he was sexless. <laughs> he's a sexless rat. Oh no human. no no, he's a demon. He's a demon. He's a... <laughs> Wait, I thought the I thought the ninjas. Yeah, the ninjas are demons. <laughs> they were demons. No, he's a demon of a different kind, if you know what I'm saying. He's a... <laughs> In the sack? I, I've heard. I've only heard that. I can't confirm. <laughs> look, I'll look into that. Let me contact I, TMZ. No, it's a little suspicious that he said something about it. <laughs> That's and I, I don't know. He might hey, know from experience. I've never <laughs> met him, so I don't know. Uh-huh. For sure. I just know but, the stories. That's all. But yeah. We 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 we've all heard the stories about Master Splinter. He's a very he's a very very sweaty rat for some reason. There, we don't know why. There is, yeah, but I mean, there's nothing splintery about him. Really, he's. I he mean, doesn't he's do anything. He doesn't stand up. He doesn't fight. At one time, he does he fight in the movie? He's just sitting there in a chair like a giant rat dummy. <laughs> Who needs his nails clipped? That really bothered me. Oh, they were really dirty. No, I. He's a well, rat. I don't think you should. I don't think it's necessarily fair to call out a rat for their hy- hygiene. I know, but honestly, like, what else am I supposed to fucking do? <laughs> Ruminate on the performance itself, because that's I not going to happen. You could. It was a fine <laughs> performance of a man of a of a t- puppet sitting down. By the way, these are puppets. By the way, which is pretty impressive to me. I thought the puppetry was excellent. I, I thought, thought the faces the, moved amazingly. They were, but they were actual like fighters in those in those teenage yes, yes, Ninja were. Turtle. But the heads moved. Up, the heads were moved with the puppetry with the they, uh, remote controls. Yeah, all I kept getting was nightmare fuel. <laughs> Makes sense. I won't be able to sleep tonight because of this fucking movie. <laughs> Mostly thinking about Master Splinter. And his his gay cabal, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we, we will. Uh, I don't know. We just wanted the movie to be gay. At least it'd be interesting. Just, like, <laughs> make it so much more interesting. Welcome, welcome back to make it gay. Uh, you know the funny thing, Sean, is that this is the first movie Chewie didn't bark at all during. Oh, for. Like, God damn it. Would have been an excellent distraction for both of us. But no, he slept through the whole thing. I think he was too bored. 
Uh, you really wanted to hear that dialogue is what I'm thinking. That's the, it's really, he was focused in, he was dialed in on hearing it this time. I want to hear the, the pows and the bangs and the boings. There are not enough boings in modern movies. Let's be clear about that. Shazam Fury of the Gods could have been, could have been greatly improved by a series of boings. So could Twilight. Exactly. Oh my God! Release boing. the release the Boeing cut, please. Release the Boeing cut of Twitter of Twilight. I maintain I found this charming. I think it helps that I didn't watch it with two cynics who don't know what joy is. Um, I think I think it helps to watch it with a certain childlike wonder that uh, uh-huh. clearly I'm capable of it, and you are not. Um, I feel like we had it, and then this movie sucked it out of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we 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 had actually, you know, what we were both in a in a decent mood, and yeah. now we're both very sad, and and we have a lot to think about as far as our future is concerned. Yes, it's it's going to be a process <laughs> moving forward. I I hope you have enough money for therapy. That's all I'm saying. This again. Going back to it, like I was saying, it is very 90s in its way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought I enjoyed the 90s, but not really when I look back on this. The only thing I liked that was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle related was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pudding pies. They were green and they had yellow pudding on the inside of them. And I would buy like five at a time. And <laughs> Those were delicious. There was a reason why I was overweight in high school, but <laughs> it was because these fucking pudding pies. Ninja Turtles fault then? It could have been. Because I feel like maybe you're entitled to financial compensation. I am entitled to financial compensation from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And now I am as well because I watched this movie. (laughs) (laughs) You are eligible. If you think this is bad, like all of the Ninja Turtle movies that came after this are far worse. Like they're far more obnoxious. Uh, they're loud. Michael Bay directed a couple of them. Like they're just unwatchable. Oh, I isn't um, Megan Fox, April O'Neil in those? Yeah, yeah. Which again, no red hair. Yeah, <laughs> no red hair. Will Arnett? Fuck you. Well, I mean, oh my god, Will Arnett <laughs> is in two of them, and he is just exhausting. He is exhausting oh, to watch. And I, I love like Will him. Arnett. I like him a lot, but like in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies, they just give him all of the worst stuff to do. He just the most obnoxious, loud, dumb comedy possibly. Give it all to him. And it's just not fair. Well, it's not right. But also the suits, I feel like the, that's... Mo- the modern suits are just ugly as sin. <laughs> are they? They're Hang on, t- I'm going to look like, it up. Oh. Like the bandanas are dirty and gross and they like they like do they're like doing hip hop dances in, in like, oh, it's just, yeah, no. Give me, me the, give me the cringy conga line like they did in this one. I'll take that any day over that garbage. I really God, I, it's like, remember the conga line. Maybe I tuned it out. No, it was that at was the a, end. It was uh, at the end. And at the beginning. And at the beginning. It was, yeah. yeah. He's Luther. He's <laughs> got like Luther body. He really does. Ew, I don't like this. Nothing against Luther. Very still... Lutherish. Wow. Who's, who's Luther? Um, yeah, I hate it. Luther from Umbrella Academy. <laughs> Tom Hopper. <laughs> See, that's all we, we kept thinking about that show. Like we were playing episodes in our head just so we had something to do during this movie. Yeah, it's 
So you missed like I, I don't you missed Michelangelo bonding with Mitsu. You missed Raphael bonding with Yoshi. Like the the Raphael Yoshi relationship was, the... was adorable. But we didn't we didn't miss it. We didn't miss it. No, we saw those. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I'm saying I don't miss it because it's over, and I'll never think about it again. Um, was Yoshi was nightmare. cute. Yoshi was cute. Yoshi. Yoshi was cute. I will admit that. Okay, but I mean, how long can you really keep up with that hairstyle? I mean, what are you like six? Come on. <laughs> wow. Probably Go, going hard at a six-year-old. <laughs> Look, I, I pull no punches, Sean. I don't care how you could be a fucking baby, and I'll tell you what it you know give you the what for if I they have to. They um, only had the ability to do bowl cuts in feudal China. <laughs> Bull cuts, well, bull cuts, and giant giant braids. The, those are the only. Well, I mean, what about, they had the 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 cutest, kickiest hats. <laughs> um, they, they were black, and they had like the big wave thing on them. And I, every time they kept coming, it's like, oh, for cute! Look at them; they're adorable. Little buddies, little buddies. They be cute little dresses. See, adorable. So, exactly yeah. my point. I win. <laughs> if they would have made a whole movie about the hat, them. Uh, or or just, just the hat like running around, oh, that <laughs> would work too. Make it a movie about a magical hat, um, and then lose lose the turtles. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe put them in the background, just <laughs> dancing. I don't get know. rid of those. Get rid of those teenage mutant ninja turtles in that teenage mutant ninja turtle movie. <laughs> get, get them out of here. Here's here's an idea, guys. What about the hats? Because <laughs> I mean, there's crafts, craftsmanship there for sure. All of their clothes. A, all of I got like... a funny. I got a funny story for that. Uh, so I, I I rarely get to see her now, but re- but for a long time, I when I when I go to do go to do critic screenings in, in our area, I would go with our friend Linda Cook, who's a fellow film critic, and. Yeah. If we're watching a terrible movie, Linda will suddenly point and point to something on screen. And goes, that's a pretty nice looking lamp, and then we would spend like five minutes just talking <laughs> about just talking about what a great lamp it was. Yes, it started, it started with Basic Instinct sense. two. Basic Instinct two. They were like Sharon Stone has a really nice apartment, and she's got a really beautiful assortment of lamps, and we just stayed on that for the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was only the two of us in the theater, so I mean, I think it's... she paid for those. <laughs> We're doing assessed value, you know. She, she was eBay oh. a few pictures to see if she could find one. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta find something well, when you're watching a movie, just to, to, something to connect with, you know. I, yeah, I felt, I felt really disconnected from this movie. <laughs> Like I wanted to plug myself into another movie, <laughs> like physically plug Phys- yourself physically, into movie. and and preferably that didn't have giant turtles in it. <laughs> I wanted I wanted that. This, I wanted this, anything but maybe this. Another giant animal. Yeah. <laughs> Again, remove all the turtles. Just leave Master Splinter and the hats. Yes. And then call the movie. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, Master Splinter, and the hat. <laughs> I think you and the magic I think, hat. I think you just developed an app where it's just it's Master Splinter seated in a chair because he can't move, and you just put various different hats on him. 
I love this idea. Yes. I love this idea. And I'm going to have to start a crowd sourcing project. To make that happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I can already see it in my head. It's like the and kind it has of... to be Dead-Eyed Master Splinter, too. Yes. It's like the kind of mobile game Danny Gonzalez would end up reviewing. Exactly. <laughs> that's and that's exactly what I would want to do. And then and then I would I would just make money because Danny played it. That would be it. I All this dude that. does is try on hats. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good Danny. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I watch a lot of Danny Gonzalez. I love it. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> um yeah, I mean Okay, do you remember 19 uh, I'll set the scene. It was 1997. Mm-hmm. And I was just broken up with, so I went to take myself to a movie so I didn't feel so sad. That movie happened to be She's All That starring Freddie Prince Jr. Oh no. I, yeah. And then I came home and you looked at me and you're like, "Well." And I'm like, eh, "It was like fudge. You know, you can have too much of it." And I just remember thinking I, I I just didn't want to think. My heart was broken. And then I went back to watch it again. And it's so fucking bad. Like, it's so fucking bad. <laughs> Unwatchable. I Unwatchable. I don't think I... That's how numb I was. Like, yeah. I was so numb that I didn't... I didn't remember anything from this film. That is a terrible movie when you saw one. Right. But... See, that's a difference. I wish we were numb during this movie. Yeah. Like, we had other things that were killing I us. Would, I would watch this a million times before I ever watch She's All That again, because She's All That is linked to a horrific trauma for me. Uh, when I saw that movie, I I almost threw up in the theater watching that movie. Um, oh, with the, the there's a scene. There's a scene in the movie, MJ, where... Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. is being, or somebody, no, the little brother of Rachel Lee Cook's character is being bullied, and yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. is doing nothing to stop it, <laughs> nothing at all. The, so the kid's got a little, indi- he's got a little individual pizza for his lunch. He's going to sit down and eat his lunch, and this guy walks over, reaches in his pants, rips out some pubic hair, and drops it on the kid's pizza. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> That That's happened. A That's a scene in a movie. That happened. Why? Oh God! Just shoot whoever Why came did up that with that happen? idea. Yeah. yeah. Somebody. <laughs> you just know, like a writer came up with that way. Somebody wrote that down. Like a bully wrote that screenplay, and he's like, "Why didn't I think of this in high school?" A bully wrote. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, and it's it's the the dick and fart jokes that aren't good. Like you know, it's it's yeah, it's definitely like it's a. He was he was definitely a varsity player. It's like, oh, my frat buddies and I did this once. <laughs> and uh, that is such a yeah. great point, though, Amy. I got to say, honestly, hang on. That's a great point because it is actual proof. That scene is actual proof that dick and fart jokes are an art form. I kid you not. That is not yeah. me being funny. Yep. It, there is an art nope. to doing that well. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Kevin Smith does it well. It really is a form of art. It is a form of comedy that not everybody can do. It's true. Uh, I I always say this about Melissa McCarthy. My favorite thing about Melissa McCarthy is is in part because she's so willing to put herself out there and just do something funny and physical all the time. But she uses the F word better than any actor alive. She deploys (laughs) the F word perfectly. Like the way she says it, the where she chooses to use it. 
It's so perfect. Watch Spy. I'm telling you, watch Spy or or the movie she made with Sandra Bullock. Uh, even Life of the Party, which is a bad movie. She's still, she's so good at using the F word. Wow. <laughs> I will have to check that out because I had no idea. Yeah. And I like I, her. I'm a big fan of just because of that, even though she's made, even though she made Happy Time Murders, I'm still a fan. <laughs> oh, was that not good? That movie's garbage. Hot, flaming oh, fucking garbage. <laughs> yeah, no, no thank you on that one ever again. Again, I, I would much, again, uh, but I enjoy Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so of course I'd rather watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 than that. <laughs> I just feel like, I just, I, I'm just shocked that you liked this movie. Yeah. I, I'm shocked. Uh, you think yeah, I'm like, I, I kind of thought we'd all be on the same page. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't think it's a good movie. I think it's a movie made for tiny babies, and for a movie for tiny babies, it works. I feel like that's an insult to tiny babies. Yeah, <laughs> they don't want to insult people. <laughs> I mean, you know, you don't have to like, I don't know, make a baby watch. I mean, they have other things that they could be watching. Yeah, you know, like documentaries about Tolstoy <laughs> or something. Showa. Let's um, three, third, three-year-olds should be watching Showa. <laughs> I'd like them better if they did. We would probably be friends. I'd be friends with a three-year-old. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I can't imagine. I don't want to imagine it. Uh, um, Showa. MJ, Showa is a 10-hour Holocaust documentary, just so you know. Okay. <laughs> I, I am not laughing at the Holocaust. I need you to know that. I'm just laughing at the idea of a baby watching it. Of a baby watching it. Like me. That's that's really fucking funny. Like and the baby actually like being interested in it. You know, it's yes. like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah I get this. You see that's Ten the hours. Art. Yeah. That's the art of dark that's... humor right there. It's the juxtaposition. <laughs> I know, but I don't know. I just feel like somebody's going to get mad at me. <laughs> Some don't write in. Don't write in. That's Good not God. what our that's not our, what our PO box in Pueblo, Colorado is for. Damn it! Right. That's right. Damn it. Self addressed stamped envelopes with nothing in them. That's what that PO box is for. Yes. Thank you. We'll we'll send you something back. Can't guarantee what it will be. Probably a baby watching a 10 hour Holocaust film. <laughs> Just send babies out. That becomes, or, a, that becomes a new TikTok challenge. It's been open. <laughs> what? So That's the, the newest TikTok challenge is show your three year old Shoah. <laughs> All 10 hours. Like you have to check in with the baby each hour. <laughs> You know, TikTok might get banned if that becomes. (laughs) (laughs) I would love that so much. It would be the greatest thing ever. Holy shit. Oh. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Really, no way to recover from that. Let's move on to next week. (laughs) What are we doing next week? Oh, MJ, I've got great news. (laughs) Oh, okay. Remember Uh-oh. Ari Gross <clears throat> from Hexed? Oh, oh, he's back already. No, oh boy! <laughs> in a movie, in a movie that got even worse reviews than Hexed. 
Oh, impossible. Um, what? Uh, what the movie is, is called The Opposite Sex and How to Live with Them. <sighs> oh, no. Oh, no. Courtney What's Cox is in it. it? Courtney Cox? Courtney Cox's? Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, pre-Friends, Courtney Cox. We have to watch it. Aren't you excited? It got worse I... reviews than Hexed. <laughs> yeah, what 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 are our other options, just so we know? Uh, Born Yesterday with Melanie Griffith and Don Johnson. Fuck no. All right, yeah, we're going to do the Ari Gross one. <laughs> I yeah, John, I John Goodman is in. Is in the uh, is in that movie Born Yesterday? Yeah, and he's John Goodman. Isn't that a um, not a good thing? No, I I only like him as Walter. That's <laughs> it. He is the greatest Walter. He's the greatest Walter of all time. The there's greatest only, Walter of all. There is only one Walter. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're right. I'm stalling because I, I can't seem to find the opposite. <laughs> Here. Yeah. Let me find it. I'll it's, find it. So MJ, final thoughts on uh, on on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. I'm glad I don't have to watch it again. <laughs> what made you hate this so much? It's so. I don't even. It has a quality. It has a a hateful quality. <laughs> it has a quality. <laughs> That's that, just, that just shows what an insanely nice person you are. Oh, I love that. That is like so wholesome. Like it has a quality. Jesus. <laughs> don't, don't say that to MJ. <laughs> MJ was murdered by this film like I was. Yeah. And it's better to be honest. It's, looking at the two of you, it's like a uh, person who has a soul and person who was already lost theirs a long time ago. Like, <laughs> are you calling me jaded or cynical? Because I feel that's a gross exaggeration. Uh, um, yeah, see. I'm looking at this this movie for next week. Yeah, and uh, it's got Kevin Pollock in it, who I love. Mm-hmm. Julie Brown is in it, who I love. Yes, the great is- Mitchell Ryan recently passed. I, I did not know that. Really? Mitchell mm-hmm. Ryan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dharma from Dharma and Greg. Oh, sure. Yeah. That show. Dharma <laughs> and Greg. That I didn't watch. <laughs> no, I did. I think. I just wanted Jenna Elfman's hair from that show. Yeah, this will be interesting. And it uh, it its budget was $2.5 million. It only made $690,000 back. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it ended the career of both the director and the writer who never worked again. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, you it's get knocked beautiful. down. Yeah, they just huh. yeah. I mean, that's not committing to to what you believe is art. So obviously they didn't give a fuck. It's like the films that they would make that you'd see on Mystery Science Theater that were made by a food service group. You know, like <laughs> they didn't care about anybody in it. They just wanted to make a film. So, oh my god! So let, yeah. story, story, quick story time. I, I saw yeah. I <clears throat> I reviewed uh, Shazam, uh, Fury of the Gods for the for the main show, and mm-hmm. uh, I there's a scene in this movie. I kid you not, where they need to find ancient unicorns to fight 
battle against these like demon things that have come out of the ground because Lucy Lou put a seed in the ground. And to in order to lure the unicorns, they need what they call the nectar of the gods, which turns out to just be pure sugar. So the the littlest of the Shazam family, or as they're calling them on on Wikipedia, the Shazamily. Uh, oh, no, no, don't say that again. <laughs> the littlest one. Uh, she comes up with the idea that they need Skittles. So they go and get a bunch of Skittles and they say Skittles over and over again. And then they throw Skittles on the ground to lure the, the monster unicorns to, to fight. And then they ride the monster unicorns while feeling, while feeding them uh, Skittles into the, so they go into battle. Did you actually um, see this movie or did you dream about this? <laughs> that is a real it's scene not- in this movie. What? Have you heard about this? I have not heard any of that. Um, haven't you now seen I the, want to, though. Haven't I, you seen the hashtag Shazamily? Nope. Nope. Stop I saying it. haven't. No. Nope. And that should never be said again, ever in our lifetime. Oh, no. That's that's the hashtag for this week's podcast is Shazamily. <laughs> hashtag Shazam. Uh, fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off with that. No. Yeah. I no, I don't that. ever I say that saw to me. that movie. That is like the, I don't that is one of the ugliest, like one of the ugliest product placements I've ever seen in a movie. Like they, Skittles? they, they have Skittles in this movie like so many times too. Like there's a scene where they've captured Helen Mirren's character and they're holding her in a cell in their little Shazam cave. And they, and the littlest one, again, she she's very little, so she loves Skittles. That's her whole life is Skittles, apparently. That's the only character trait she has <laughs> is Skittles. <laughs> and she spends an entire <laughs> scene. She entire, spends an entire scene separating out all of the Skittles into various different colors because she only wants to give Helen Mirren the yellow ones because those are the ones she doesn't like. Oh. Um, a... Why is Helen Mirren in this movie? Because she's one of the greatest actresses of all time. And then two. Why yellow Skittles? Why? Well, I mean, yellow Skittles do taste pretty bad. I, I, I don't know. I don't like Skittles anyway. So Helen Mirren is the villain. Helen Mirren's the villain. And so she's only going to, if she's going to feed her, she's only going to give her the Skittles that she doesn't like, which are the yellow ones. Uh, Skittles. It, it's it's the it's a theme. You see, it's a symbolic of her disdain for the villain. Who plays Shazam in this? Zachary Levi. Oh yeah, yeah. You remember the okay. animated Shazam? Yeah, I love that. The kids' superpower hour with Shazam. Oh my god, that is some high level cringe. Do you still have the VHS of that? You had that. We had an episode of that on VHS. Yes, it is. Uh, it's I've got it. I've got it somewhere in one of my VHS boxes. We have to put that on YouTube so people can see it. It might be there already. If it's on there already, the the superpower hour with Shazam. You need to show that to MJ immediately. Oh, it's on there because I've seen it on there. Oh my god! And, they and, had a, and th- but my favorite part of that show, the show, the part of that show that I'll never never forget, is that in Shazam's family they have a uh, they have a tiger. Who is yeah. a, a sentient human tiger? He's got like a he's a tiger, but he's got all the elements of a human being. He stands on two legs. He wears yep. a suit. Yep. <laughs> oh God, a distinguished tiger. Well, he he really tiger. was. He was yeah, fascinating. But like the, it, it yeah. would flash between animation, and then it would go back to in studio where 
Shazam and all the other super friends were there. There were so many like tight LeMay soft penis looking um, outfits. And I think that that's what scarred me when I was little. Like I still think about that. Like what I didn't understand why they had to be so tight. Why <laughs> they, I could see that there was a roll of quarters in their pocket. Oh, it was none of my business, but that's all I can think about when I go back and I watch those. But you I'll can, show Fuzzy once we're done here. You could determine their religion. They were a little too tight. <laughs> a little too tight. <laughs> I can do your prostate exam from here. Thanks. <laughs> On that note. Uh, <laughs> so you would compare Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 to a prostate exam. <laughs> <laughs> I... You know, I've I've only ever had a, a colposcopy <laughs> and a few oscopies down there. All of them are far more enjoyable than this movie. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go get a pap smear tomorrow. <laughs> oh my there god! Yeah. Thank you very yep. much for enjoying this episode of the Everyone's a Critic 1993 podcast. I like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three, so listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it, so fuck off. <laughs> and and MJ's just lucky to be alive. <laughs> Tear this pile tears. Hey MJ, just a, one last question for you. Just what do you get? What's the impression now you're having of the '90s? Now <laughs> with this, you're now three months into this experience. Well, it was something, and. <laughs> It's very moist. It was moist. It was very <laughs> moist. That's Martin hates that word. I know that's why we try not to say it around her. But you know, only when we want to annoy her. Do you, do you feel that you would have been happy growing up in the nineties? I don't know that I would. <laughs> um, <laughs> and again, maybe I would. I well, I wouldn't have known any different, of course. Yeah. But yeah. like, if I had known different, probably not. <laughs> You know, it's it's only really super traumatizing in reflection. As at the yeah. time, <laughs> we didn't realize. It was great at the time. Yeah. If you don't go back, then it's not traumatizing. <laughs> but when you go back, maybe. <laughs> the great thing about trauma, you don't experience it until way later. <laughs> the, the, the entirety. Yeah, I'll deal with this later. <laughs> the entirety of the early nineties is a repressed memory that continues to come back in horrific. Oh my god! Year after if that's year. not the truth. Jesus. That's so true. Oh, we're gonna remember having watched uh, how to the opposite sex and how to talk to them, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, we're gonna remember having watched that on like Cinemax like twenty like 30 years ago. I'm like, I'm oh sure God, it's, I'm sure it's coming it. back. No. It's and then and then MJ will have to experience the trauma of seeing it now later on when they're our age. So you're welcome. It's Yes. Are you excited? A, it's, a, it's gonna be great. It's gonna that's be great. a that's a trauma in the chamber right there. Trauma chamber. It's the only way we like it. Well, my trauma the, in the chamber. Chamber trauma. Yeah. Oh, All right. New name of the podcast. All right. Good night. <laughs> Bye.